We're live. New Year's Eve recording. Well, is it going on New Year's Day? You're going to put uh, it up tomorrow? Uh, that's a good question. Or I can put it For up the tonight. People? You, you reckon you can do it tonight, yeah? Possible. I'll try. Oh, yeah. It's only... What it's only what time is this? It's only midday there, isn't there? Yeah, it's quarter after one. Jesus, oh, you got loads of time talking for an hour. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's whose fault is that, Scott? <laughs> Terry's. Yours. It seems to be we do a show and then do nothing for fucking two months. You don't even reply to Matthew. You like one word replies on your messages. I call you and you don't even answer. It's because I'm. It's, do you know what it is, guys? It's because my gi's not thick enough now, and hasn't got enough badges all over it. My lapels are too thin. I personally hate gi, but anyway. Um... <laughs> What's you no. say? You hate gays? What? <laughs> uh, Whoa! Is... I will not have any of that on this show. <laughs> so, uh, what episode are we? I was hopeful. I don't, yeah, know. A, I don't know. I was hoping also to do a show with you down in uh, when I was in Mexico. Yeah, the that Wi-Fi did, that didn't work out though. Oh man, it was not not so good this time. My the Wi-Fi, and so I don't know why. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't even. I tried to chat with Ariel, and it was just so frustrating. Uh, we should really find out this information before we start the show. I know. Instead of sitting here chatting for, uh... <laughs> we have literally just been talking for an hour. As I'll, as I'll catch up, because I haven't spoken to him since we did the show with Shian Jeff. All right. So what's... 67? 67? 68? Is it? Okay, let me pull it up and see. Speaking of internet, is this working? This is 66. So, oh, I, was, so I wasn't too bad. <laughs> wasn't too bad. So, um, obviously, a long time has passed since our last show. We were supposed Three to weeks. do a show three weeks yep. we were supposed to do a show like a week after we were going to do it as a as a roundup on it but again as and being christmas and everything happening it's just been a bit manic yeah, I was down in mexico of, and... yeah you went to mexico as well i'm like oh we're going to shoot tomorrow uh i'm in the airport what <laughs> well, you were, when, since when you haven't told me you're going to mexico you haven't run this past you're not, and by the way run you're this not past little... me <laughs> there's a couple people that were driving me crazy with that when are you going to Mexico? Same time I told you five times. <laughs> anyway, it went uh, yeah. this this trip went really much better than the smoother. Well, the trip itself sucked. Um, a lot of well, logistics. Yeah, you had quite and, a few problems. Holy you? fuck! Sat on an airplane for thirteen hours that only should have been five. Um, just all kinds of nonsense like that. But the actual treatments and stuff went so well this time, and no pain, and just just amazing. And anyway. Good. So I'm feeling very optimistic. Cool. You're looking, you're looking thick now. That bit of nice bit of thickness in that beard there now. I just got a trim yesterday. Actually, she, it suits you so much better. I know. I kind of like it. I'm liking it. Oh, it does. It come, and when you, with the glasses on as well, it's a completely different. Oh, look at oh, that! Oh my god! Do you know what you could take it? Should you take your glasses off? Do you know what you got going on there? You got a Sean Connery look. You've got a white beard and you've got dark eyebrows. Very Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I wish I could do that accent. Sean. Can you do that Adam accent? Sec. What? Sean yes. Connery. Sean. Susan's, Susan's just come in from work. This Live is... show. Show going on. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, very Sean Connery looking. That those dark eyebrows, white beard. Yeah, it, I'm digging. I hated the white because you know I told you I, I've been white since I was like like thirty. Yeah, and, but it's uh, it, but it's it's all white, so it suits you. Yeah, it's not patchy dark ginger gray, all sorts of colors in there. A little ginger here and up here, but that's about it. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, because it used to be very ginger when I was younger. Like, well, and I was you've 20, got was full. Orange. You've got full coverage. Oh, there's fuck no yeah. like, there's no patches there. <laughs> it's a it's good thick coverage all the way. It's definitely full coverage. That's why we had to go get it trimmed yesterday because it was out of control. <laughs> I was like, I had to yeah, get it yeah. down a bit. But you've got to grow it out. You've got to fuzz it out to, so you can shave yeah. it down. Yeah, it was too a little too nuts this week. So, I, but she took too much off yesterday, I think. But anyway, I, um. I used to have it like mine goes straight across there and is yeah. longer down yeah. here. I mean, mine's quite long now. It's about three inches long there. Yeah. But I, I prefer to just going like... just going across. Yeah, anyway. Look at that coming down there. I do dig it now, though. I don't like yeah, it I said, too I long, said to, though. I said to uh, Ariel yesterday, I was like, uh, do you think I should, uh, for the new year, do you think I should try dyeing it now yeah, to more of a darker? And she's like, oh. I don't like it now. Hang on, right, like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to edit this bit out in a minute. Baby, what's yeah. going on? Let me pause it. Sorry, we got paused by a little male toxic energy there. With <laughs> Scott's uh, chauvinist sexism pig. Yeah, so we're on about your beard. Anyway, we haven't we, we were supposed to do a recap on obviously the show with Shian Jeff. Shian Jeff went out. Um, yeah. and obviously I'll say I we should have done it a week after, but it was 100% Scott's fault, folks. Shian Jeff's views are Shian Jeff's mind. They're not views of whatever organizations he is, and they're certainly not complete views of the show or us. I don't know. Scott may agree with everything. Um, but that they are Jeff's, Shian Jeff's views, not the show's views, okay? Because obviously it upset quite a few people. It was quite a few... Feathers ruffled, quite a few shots fired. Ah, whatever. Well. They need to grow a couple up. Couple of shots set. fired. No, you say no, right? But this, so this leads me now to what I'm on about. You saying grow up and lead a set? I remember, just, like, <laughs> I'm messing around. This is what Scott don't give a shit. People, you don't give a shit. <laughs> you remember on one of our shows when I was talking about truths, and there are different shades of truth. That it truth is not like black and white, <laughs> but it isn't though. Truth is not black and white. There are shades of truth and versions of it. Yeah, everybody one has their own interpretation. One, no, but one person's truth is yeah. another person's lie. That's my it, point. It all depends yeah. on it. Yeah. So, and I give you a perfect example of this now. You remember when Shian uh, Jeff was talking about the bedside document that Hanshi had to sign, mm. right? Um, and he was saying now, Shian uh, Jan. Um, Shen Janine, Janine Davis, yeah. yeah. Um, even she wasn't happy with this and was like putting up protest and saying, you know, I'm not really happy with this. Well, Jeff wasn't there at that moment, so he heard that Here's from a, someone else, right? right? So, good point. As far as Shen Jeff's concerned, yeah, Janine was wasn't happy with this. Mm. So yeah, that's that. Now I'm good friends with Janine. So I've spoken to Janine about this. I told okay. her you were mentioned in the show. We had a chat about it. Okay. Um, and the truth of it, it, you know, that document actually she and Janine drafted because she's a solicitor. She yeah. wrote the actual document. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and on the document, 
that she wrote and hand she knew about. There was no names on there yet. So obviously when he was given the document to sign, then the three names were on there. And she said, are you happy that with these names? The names are on there now. Are you happy with it? So her only concern was, now that these names are on there, are you still happy to sign it? Now gotcha. the names are there. She wrote the entire document. Gotcha. So you see how both are kind of the truth, yeah. but it's the different ends of it completely. And this is what happens all the time, especially with a third-party information. It, it can The wrong end of it can be caught. So yeah, um, Janine was... Uh, she was really concerned about it as well, about this sign-in, only in the fact that the names were now there. I, you know, I saw there was a lot of people, to your point, feathers were ruffled by his comments or whatever. But in my take on it is uh, he is entitled to his opinion. He's entitled to yeah. his, uh, you know, his view of how things went down. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of people out there who share his views as well or at least a good portion of it or we wouldn't even be in a situation we're in where you have this divide to begin with um and and, and i get it but i really like reiterate to your point we're just doing a show you know someone comes on talk so that's why yeah. i i took no like if anybody said anything to me or, or whatever actually no nothing too personal really came out it was a couple little mentions of it, and i was just like no leave us out of it this has nothing yeah we're just we're just a no different than a news show like what would you get mad at well as soon as when... as soon as it aired as soon as it aired i reached out to people rung them um i reached out to sean dave i left him a message i think he was in he was in bulgaria at the time or somewhere and i just said look this show's gone out I'd love to hear from you. If you want to come on, you're the next spot on straight away. You can come and give your, you know, say what you want to say, or if you want to pass anything on Excuse to me. me to say, because I'm, Did he reply I've always that? maintained, I, I, no, he, no, he hasn't replied, but I spoke to other people in the BKK. Um, and I think that the, the BKK side of it is, all right, well, we don't know why you've said what you've said. He's gone pretty personal on it. Um, but, it is what it is. We're yeah. not we're not getting into an online back and forth fight as it is because they deem it as that's massively disrespectful to Hanshi's memory. So we're not doing it. Yeah. Anyway, but, but also the same. I have a lot with the um, the other group that left. They didn't come out and say a lot. Neither mind. No. When when no. the show went out. Yeah. No. So no, I mean it. it Everyone has interpretations and everyone has views of, of what go on. Um, politics is ugly, it, man. Yeah, and, and politics politics comes into everything. You yeah. can take it back to my take it back to Matsui, right? Yeah. Where and I still see people now banging on and on. This is ridiculous. You can't, you know, you can't do it because Matsui have still got this hold of you're not allowed to bother with other people. Well, this is a good segue then to talk about. Yeah, uh, it'll lead us into what the, and. Uh, yeah, lead us into Philly and Glaube leaving IKO. Yeah. yeah, but and people are like, "Oh, this is ridiculous. It's pathetic. It's childish." And he needs to grow up now and move on and stuff. But I was there when Oyama died. I was in it. I, I was old enough to know what was going on. Um, you know, ninety four, then ninety five. You started having the other splits. So, and it and it's people try and argue left, right, and centre, but I don't think you can. Matsui was the legitimate heir to take over. He was being groomed to take over. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that, that I don't think anyone can deny that. I don't think that's in dispute. Although some people try to, I've had people in the BKK try and tell me that Oyama asked Arneil to take over, and I'm like, that's just bollocks. Yeah, I it's never heard not. that one. I've heard Roy, uh, oh, Royama, sorry. Yeah, I heard, I've I heard, heard Royama. Uh, yeah, I've heard that I, he. I heard that he asked of Royama to take over, but he had his own thing going on. But again, I don't. I you know, well, actually, he rang me the day before and asked me if I would take over. Right. But yeah. How, how are you ever gonna refute that? You can't yeah. refute that. Yeah. Ask Sue. Ask Sue. She was there. She heard the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah. It, you can't refute it. So. People say a lot of things afterwards, don't they? Once someone has died, a lot of stuff comes out afterwards. So when you go back to Matsui taking power, and uh, and then a lot of people turning on him and going their own way, how can you not take that personally? That is a personal thing. And it's like, well, hang on. If you're not with me, you're fucking against me. Right. And, and mm-hmm. I, so I understand I left because for those reasons. I left IKO 2013 because I was told I wasn't allowed to associate with people outside of IKO in a training format. Yeah. So I'm like, right, well, I'm I'm leaving then. No, you can't leave. We're banning you. <laughs> no, I've left. I've Which gone. Is, I'm I, left. I, and I'm laughing because it's literally still happening today. It's with still happening and today. I have but, like, but here, they, look, I, I just I just want to jump into this one thing like. Uh, I I, I get like that whole thing around uh, Matsui is he the rightful heir and stuff blah 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 I think I probably cared more before I don't really care anymore Um, to me they're just another silly organization it's it's, it's irrelevant Um, now it's completely irrelevant what I I just find it hilarious (laughs) to be honest that they take themselves that seriously that you have these former world champions go do a thing and they (laughs) They get kicked out because they associate it with yeah. the wrong people. Well, look at uh, Peter, that with Peter Chong as well. Mm-hmm. When Peter There's Chong, and that's because people. that's because he was sat down, seen having a meal with Roy Amma, and it's like you're associating with the enemy. Bang, you're out. Yeah, uh, and obviously we know there's a lot of whisperings in Matsui's year and stuff that goes on there. Um, but it's that's a it's a blood feud. Basically, it is. it's gone. It's gone back there, and it's taken that personally. It's it a is. blood food. Look, it is personal. I'm won't, I, I'm on this note. I'm not going to say a person's name, but I know somebody who was um, second Dan, about to test for third Dan in IKO, very well known, and was going to Europe. Had everything planned to do it right. Had to trip. You know, it's a big deal. Your third Dan, obviously, right. And mm-hmm. so he and he was physically preparing for months and blah 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 blah, and during this time. Uh, he had a friend of his who used to be in the IKO and used to be a world champion who had left come and do a seminar with him. But they grew up together. They were they were friends since they were kids. So it wasn't about organizations. It was just like, I'm going to have my close friend come do a seminar. So he did. So his friend came, did the seminar. And then afterwards, he went on his merry way to wherever the camp was that year. And he gets there, goes through the entire testing. Dude, goes through the entire testing, and then at the end they go, "No, sorry, you should not getting your third damn because you uh, had this guy come and do a seminar." <laughs> I would have been so pissed in that moment. I probably would have. And then, karate is long it's gone a joke, from. Man. What a joke! And this is this is what this is my bugbear with gradings now. Why people are so hung up 
on gradings and who did you grade? What grade did you? Where did that grade from? Hilarious. It doesn't fucking matter. A piece of paper. Really? <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> can you do it or not? That's it. This, yeah, but there's a lot of people with grades who cannot do That's it my point. I have no that's, clue about it. That's, I sent you, I'm not, again, won't mention names, but I sent you someone, a, a video of someone yesterday, I think it was, a, a second Dan. And I'm like, how in the F can this person be a second Dan? What was they doing? Did you uh, that just to some Kihon, I think, or some basics. Uh, you said that to me? Yeah. Your response was like, I think they might be on Coke. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, I mean, and don't get me wrong, right? You, you, everyone can't be. You can't be uh, exactly the same doing karate. There are different no. levels. There's different fitnesses and different stuff. But certainly in Kyushu, people are more natural a, movement. And... There was a standard set, yeah. um, but the stuff that's being done is so far removed from anything that remotely resembles karate. But but they um, and they then they but they still take it themselves so seriously. <laughs> they do because they've been in, because as as we've said, it's a cult and they've been indoctrinated into believing it. Yeah. You know the little the little fifteen year old girl that's that's a second dan that's been training for eight years. She legitimately thinks that she's going to overpower me and kick my ass. They legitimately think. Right, and you watch them when you you speaking to the parents and like yeah she kick your ass and I'm like no I rip her arms off <laughs> beat her with them <laughs> and and I there's a little dark side of me would love to see that I'm like okay let's do it get a thousand pound out let's put a thousand pound on it I'll tie one arm behind my back I'll only punch her with my left and we see how long she survives. There's a little bit of me that loved to, would love to do that. But again, just you're, and it's funny what you're saying. It's hilarious, but it also points out the hypocrisy of all this nonsense and the, oh. how they take themselves so seriously. Uh, and they I'm do. not Kyokushin bashing people. This is all of them. You can all go styles. Yes. But I think that is the, the I think that is the true genius of the Japanese marketing machine for martial arts, how they've created this whole narrative that by doing these things, you will become something supernatural, superhuman. You will become a superhero. It's true, man. It's true. Uh, that uh, it, it is it, adding that little Japanification to it. I know somebody again, gotta be careful. It's somebody who does jujitsu and they're really milking uh, the Japanese portion of it. I can't say much more than that because I don't want to. And it's just so hilarious to me that people don't see it as a gimmick. It's, it's just it's marketing. Uh, it's it's marketing. marketing. Thing. Smart. Well, I love, it's what, brilliant. What's your, it's really brilliant. What's your, what's your boyfriend's name? Gordon Ryan. Yeah. I, I love uh, what, what he said. He said on there, oh, I love how people in like in BJJ now think it was all founded on love, loyalty, respect and honor. No, it was founded on Pedro Storm, and Helio and all them <laughs> going around beating the fuck out of people just because they could to prove it's a true. point that they can. It's That's true. what he was founded on. Yeah, valet Tudo. <laughs> That's what he was founded on. You are yeah. oh, you you're a fighter, are you? Oh, well, I can fight. Let's, Let's have a fight then. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it was. That's what it that it has evolved. Don't get me wrong. Karate has evolved personally. From my point of view, I think it, it is a vehicle of, of self-discovery now. Yep, I do. But you but don't miss out the important element of becoming this thing. 
become yeah. strong, become fast, be able, be able to fight, become formidable. Yeah. Then, then you're like, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I can fight now, but that's not the be all and end all of everything. I can stop fighting now, and now I can develop myself, my character, my person, my philosophies, how things change. So it certainly is. But people, people are people. It's like the nine steps of sobriety, or however many steps it is. People are jumping to step eight and nine, and <laughs> and forgetting the the bottom seven. Yeah, you got to do all the steps. So if you want to reach spiritual creaminess and become, you know, if you want to transcend violence, you need to have been able to be violent. You're 100% correct. Otherwise, 100% th- th- there's no control there, is there? We're, you're not controlling anything here because you, yeah. you're not violent in the first place. You can't do anything. Yeah. That's you're basically why I, inane. I think this past year or so, it's been a massive even wake up for myself in all this, like, like whatever, around martial arts and around... What different? And again, I'm not. It's not Kyokushin bashing. Here it comes, folks. Here it comes. It's all of it. It's just uh, no. I'm agreeing with you. Like I had a certain ideal, I guess, in my head. We talked about it before when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like uh, growing up. Uh, like I love martial arts. Is I, I don't even know where the love came from because growing up in the '70s and where I lived, there wasn't a lot, there was no exposure to it. But I, I guess it was the movies, the Bruce Lees, and all this kind of shit. But anyway. And we've talked about it many times, like I would see uh, the fighting black kings or different stuff around mm. uh, Kyokushin and stuff. But everything in my mind, and and even now, I still feel the same. I look back at them, and they were just tough men that look like they could handle themselves in mm. in any given situation. And and that's to me was uh, I don't know, it was really powerful. Hey, well, I don't Hollywood, see it. Hollywood. But I don't see it anymore. <clears throat> I don't see it anymore. And I, I, that's not true. I see it in certain. Small. Yeah, but you don't you don't even see a, a a hero so much in films these days, do you? That's a good point too, though. The, the, there's no hero that is on the, you know you know maybe Unless Batman a superhero. Yeah, Batman's yeah, maybe, probably closest. Yeah, maybe Batman. But even then, Batman is dark and twisted and does what he what Batman does what he wants to do basically. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier on on the show for how we watch things. Uh, today's programs now we're like you know i was i was talking about harry potter he's a wizard they've got magic powers or you speak to you will see like spider-man or someone that has had these powers right and they're absolute dorks and dweebs with them let me tell you folks if i became a wizard or all of a sudden i've had superpowers i would pretty soon become a dark overlord you you would be kneeling before me or you'd be vaporized (laughs) That maybe that's just my personality, but you—that's what happens. They say, you know, power corrupts, and absolute power absolutely corrupts. Exactly. We talked about it before on here, and we were even going to do a little deeper dive in it. Like how the same thing with how people um, glamorize samurai and honor and all this stuff. They were savage brutes, man. They were savage. Absolute and if savages. you were if you were a samurai walking down the street, and uh, some peasant had the audacity. To look up and catch your eye, I'd hack their head off. But no, they're honorable. Great. To your point, that's power, man. That is power. That is- and you become drunk on. I, I, yeah. I had a little taste of it, maybe. As a, as maybe a, a little taste of it as a doorman. Yeah. Where I, I become, yeah. you know, I become formidable. Yeah. I only ever train to fight, and this is not because I'm something special. 
it's because I trained, you know, I trained to do it. I trained every fucking day. Yeah. And I stopped but training trained for competition. Right, I trained, trained to take, I used to, to stand in the in phone box. You got phone boxes out there? Yeah, not anymore, but you little red for We had a little red foot. I'd stand in there and spar with people and grapple and head buttons and work. Because this is how I'm going to be stood in my doorway. I'd get mm -hmm. friends to try and fucking attack me as I'm stood there. I'd stand, I'd train in the doorstep, elbowing, moving, learning not to move. So I actually smash my head against the frame. I trained for that environment, right? Awesome. And I, I became good at it. Mm -hmm. um, and yet, after several years, you know, a, de a decade, basically, a solid decade of being a doorman. Yeah, I did get a little bit drunk on that power. I've talked about it before. It would be there. And, and I, you know, if I'm talking to you and you're not looking me in the eye as I'm talking to you, you you're going to have a clout in the chops. Because yeah. I'm deeming that disrespectful. And who are you to not respect what I can do to you? Yeah, it, that it, it happened. It's the same it thing. did. It happened. It's the same thing. Yeah. And I think if I had magical powers as well, I can, I can see where Thanos was coming from. To be honest, you know, his art was in the right place. <laughs> but you were, and this is, you know, we could we could even take this down the rabbit hole of governments now. They have the power to do whatever they want, pretty much. We like to think, oh, we'll vote them out. Well, <laughs> it's not working, is it? Uh, but but when out. you believe you're like, I am doing the right thing for you, you are too stupid to realize what is right for you. I will tell you what's right for you, and I will do it. This past you. three years is a demonstration of that. You're too dumb to think for yourself, so we're going to do it for you. Now put your mask on and do what you're told. Yeah. And then it... <laughs> Don't get me wrong, right? There is there is an element of truth to that because the masses are too dumb to think for themselves sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the masses slave will just mind. follow slave, they just follow whatever is happening, whatever's going on. But I think, you know, as, as dreadful as this past three years were with all this COVID shit, I was talking to Ariel about this yesterday. How yes, it was awful. But it really exposed everyone's colors. I now know who's who in this world. And I know who has the stronger mind. I know who will fold. I know I could see now how things happen in World War II. <laughs> like, yeah. I can see it now. Like it, I can totally see it. It happened. No, I lost it so much respect for so many people, man. It's it's not it's so but it who I don't care. Whatever. Good luck in your life. But I lost so much respect for so many people because it really showed their true colors. Yeah, and that slave mind. Life, life is a life's a game of chess. Yeah. Life, life is a game of chess, right? You know, and this is why I say to you sometimes. I used to lose my temper with you because you keep posting this stuff, and I'm like, stop fucking posting it because all you're doing is standing above the parapet with a target on you as a single the bear. person saying blah 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 blah, and what happened? Boom! They fired at you. Got your account fucking demonetized and cut all that time and effort into it, and all this shit happens. And for what? For nothing. I, no I, one, I, no one, I realize but, that. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But and this, I used to say to you all the time, stop fucking posting it. It just because makes no one me, cares. I care. And uh, you care. But then, right. So back to the game of chess, right? Yeah, I know. You cared about it. And I, I don't really 
post stuff about anything political oh, anymore I, I or, or nothing. I keep away from it because I've been banned like 10 times. You know, it starts off with the three warnings. Then you've got a 24-hour ban, a one-day ban, a three-day ban, a two-week ban, the three. Oh, I've had them all. Yeah. And because, the, you know, my pages are all connected, I can't do anything on any of them then. Now I'm exact, like same for me. I, I really want to get in, I want to get into an argument with this bloke and I want to tell him you are a fucktard. Shut up or I'm going to find out where you live and come and batter you. I want to say that you know you're in the middle of this argument. I'm like You'll be careful this is on YouTube right now we're joking. Su- <laughs> Su- allegedly Suze is always like this. She's like who are you arguing with? Come like this. <laughs> I'm like what? Well, I'm not arguing. Yeah, you are. And I'm like, so he says a standing joke, but like, you've got to not get drawn into it. Because I, I, and I'm the same as you. I'm like, you don't tell me I can't call this person a whiny little bitch. I'm going to call him a whiny little bitch. You are a whiny little bitch. And Didn't you get four paid? hours late there? Oh, you've gone against our community standards. So now you're so that's one thing for a day. I don't get into arguments. On, I used to do that, I guess. Back in the day, but I don't get into arguing. Even if people come There's on, no point. No, there's no point. No, even if people, I, I, anyway, they can say whatever they want. I don't engage. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, it's not going to change and, and anything. Politics used to be, you know, you didn't. You walked in the street. You'd say to someone, "Oh, hello, how's it going? How's life? How's this? How's good? All good? Kids in school? All good? Have a good day." You walk on. Now, who are you voting for? Oh, I yeah. voted for this. What are you voting for them for? Oh, you can't. We Very divided now. That's why people don't talk about politics. Your politics should be personal. Yeah. Now you can't escape it. It is everywhere. So I'm certainly I. It doesn't matter to me. So power. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter to me who's in government, who's in power, who's doing what, what's happening in another country over there. All of that is irrelevant to me at the moment. The only things that matter are my building my platforms, doing the things that are important to me. Whoever sets in the office of running this country is irrelevant what i do the laws would be the same the rule the chess board is the same the rules are the same i've got to learn to be a better chess player i agree with you i totally agree with you and i'm trying to, to we've i'm got trying to, to back it. off that as well i mean i i do care like as i do i love politics and i love you know especially international stuff i love reading and uh, and all this shit but to your point uh yeah, it, you got to be learn how to maneuver the board better. Uh, you yeah, got to it's... today. You got to, uh, and like it was the same thing that happened when every when all this stuff went on with all the lockdowns and things. Everyone was screaming and shouting, "I'm not doing this. I can't work." All on Facebook, and I'm like, I went and looked at the exact wording from the government, from the Home Office, photocopied it. This is that. This is that. Worked out what I could do and carried on. I was, you know, during the lockdowns, I was flat out working, flat out every single day, busy, sticking to all the rules, looking at the loopholes of what I can do, what I can legally do, flat out every single day. Probably did more work in the lockdowns than I did when we weren't. And everyone is like complaining, oh, we can't work. I was like, you can work if you found a way around it. You, you know, it's interesting. You're reminding me, um, one of the founders of Home Depot, um, it's funny, he got into a little trouble this week by something he said, but he's 92 years old. You think he cares? <laughs> anyway, he basically, I, I'm 
I'm, I'm not going to even try to quote him, but he was, he was talking about how this past, you know, the COVID thing really uh, disrupted their, their work, um, Home Depot. Um, he said, you couldn't, after it, you couldn't find people to work anymore. They're just too lazy now because now they got the surf from, from the government. They got checks coming in from the government and stuff. People no longer wanted to work anymore. And, uh, and, and yeah, but he that, was talking that's the about case what, now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, and it's carried on. That's his point, yeah. right? He's like, it's over or past it now. And he, we still have the same. And issue. it's carried on. Yeah. And it, so we, we, we'll get on the crowd. Yeah. I promise you guys. <laughs> but this is our, this is our end of year roundup show. So we are talking about the stuff that's gone in on a year and well. And what you were just saying, that's a, I'm an employer. I am struggling to employ people massively. Wow. Really struggling. That's I got wild. vans parked up with no one driving them because wow. we can't get people to work. Wow. Really? I oh my this everyone in, in Britain in this country, every employer I know says the same thing. Can't get staff, can't get people to work. Where are people getting the money? Are they on welfare? What are they? they? Well, they've sat at home and been paid to do nothing now. So for the last few years, they've got this thing of I'm not doing anything. Unless you pay me a thousand pound a day. That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's hilarious too. It is. The expectations around. I know companies that are having to pay people like, you know, we're not talking super skilled work. We're talking like labor work and stuff. Having to pay them six, seven hundred pound a week. Plus bonuses, plus this, plus that, plus 25, 25 pound an hour overtime. And people are like, yeah, well, that's a living wage. There's a, let, me, let me be brutally honest. There's a lot of people that are not worth 25 pound an hour. They don't bring any a lot of value to what they're doing within that hour for that 25 quid. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. And when you've got a workforce of hundreds of people, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work. It can't work like that. So, I mean, and we don't, we, I'd say, you know, we weren't paying crap. We were paying guys 500 pound a week, 500 pound a week to clean windows, mind. That is a solid, good wage. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Company van, everything you need to do it. Do you think we can get people to work? The only people we, that, that we get applying are, are fucktards. It, it, there's, wow, there's a massive problem with labor at the moment. I, I, I just, you know, again, I sound like an old man now, and I also uh, find that young, young folks are just so, uh, I don't know if it's just because they don't do anything except TikTok and shit, but they're so ignorant of life and the world. I saw, mm-hmm. it was a guy on the street, it was actually in the UK, and uh, he just go, he, he went up to this random young people, uh, so he went up to this young woman and said, uh, how much money do you think you'll make when you're like, 30 years old and stuff. And she'd be like, uh, $300,000. <laughs> or, or, or what's the average? And she'd be like, $300,000 or some silly like that. And the guy'd be like, mm, the average is actually 35000 or whatever. And, what? They have no clue. They just don't. No, absolutely no clue. No clue. They have no clue what the value of money or time, nothing. Like it's just really weird, man. And that's true. I'm a generation younger than you. I mean, I'm, I'm like in my early 40s. So I see it now. A couple of generations of people that have no work ethic. Yeah, they all right. think they're going to be YouTube millionaires. Yeah. They all think they're going to be TikTok millionaires. And it's like, that's 0.001% of people that do that. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get out and work for a start. Go, go out and work and actually do some work. Yeah. People are not willing to work anymore. <laughs> yeah, when I think about when I was in my early 20s, I had started a cleaning business. I was out cleaning all day, 
Then I also had a clean, easy business, a catalog business. I'd go and do all the catalogs, put them out. Then I'd do that all week. On a Friday, I'd go straight to the door. I'd work till about six o'clock in the morning, sleep all day Saturday, work all day Saturday night, sleep Sunday morning, get up Sunday afternoon, work straight through Sunday night. I Because we used to do a lot of commercial work. So I'm like, I've wide awake now you know come sunday night at like midnight i'm wide awake because i you know i'm normally working for another six hours after this on the weekend on the door so midnight sunday i would go out and start doing our commercial properties you know high streets and shops and big buildings that there's no one in and i would work all the way through to monday night i do a 24-hour fucking day for me to be able to go to sleep monday night to get back up at yeah, to go to sleep Monday night to get back up Tuesday normal. I did that for like 10 years. That's great. <laughs> and people talk, and that's why I've got nice stuff. That's why we can do what we can do. You know, Ooh. we've had recessions and it doesn't it doesn't change. You've still got to put the time in now. Yeah, the, the people don't see. It's, it's uh, you know, and to bring this back around to karate or to martial arts in general, um, do you see that now uh, with people who study martial arts or don't say like the, it's the laziness? Same thing. You yeah. just said that they don't want to put the fucking work in. Yeah. yeah. And this this perfect example, we bring it back to this perfect example of it. We were talking earlier about people that missing the steps and they want to get to the, the point where they transcend. You're missing out vital steps. Yeah. Let me tell you something, folks. Your karate doesn't work if you are not strong, fast, flexible, and got the tenacity to make it work, okay? And training. You can, do, and tra- you can do all the air punching you want, right? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You have to do the push-ups. You have to do the sit-ups. You have to get strong. You have to have enough power in your punch to hit a solid bone object hard enough to make their brain bounce around in their skull to knock them out. Okay? That excuse me, that requires a certain amount of power. Mm. Someone grabs you and you do a block and twist them off or do whatever and lock them up. That requires a certain amount of strength to do it. That's why no 10-year-old kid is ever doing anything to me. The strength ratios are like me trying to fight a gorilla. That's exactly the strength. Like me fighting a grizzly bear or a gorilla. It's not going to happen. So unless you get strong, do the push-ups. And you said people don't want to do the work. The amount of black belts that can't do 10 full solid push-ups. They struggle to do it. Yeah, that's what what You're like, what the fuck are you doing? That's why I said, like, I don't have a lot of respect anymore for a lot of folks that have lots of stripes and stuff like that. Like, at least like you because I, I know you i know you're just itching to bring it to bjj no. at least in I, I i can see you it's itching it's coming out of you at least in bjj there still has to be that physicality because everything is everything is founded on fighting yeah it's the only way to train you have to most, fight most rage, of the you have to fight it's it's, it's I, almost the inverse of what i did in kyokushin like in in bjj or jiu-jitsu I would say 90% of the focus is on actual entanglement and, and fighting, grappling. Well, that's, that's all it is. That's right. all it is. Whereas there, there the is opposite. No, and, uh... There is no kata. 
as such. So when you know when we come into the dojo, we do our warm up. We don't. You can train an entire session without having any physical contact with another person. Yeah. You do your bit of a warm up. You do your key on. You do your cat. Uh, you do a little bit of bit of stretching at the end. You've gone home. You yep. haven't actually physically interacted with anyone. And the amount of sessions I see people Agreed. doing like that, Agreed. and I'm like, listen, we are not fucking walking out of you until someone has punched someone. See, I and, and I that's the mentality I agree with, and that's again what I, I when I was young and I saw that's what it looked like to me. Um, whereas most of the classes now are like that I see at different places are fitness classes, basically, and that's what softened it down. And and don't get me wrong, I mean, I, I'm not as I can't take the knocks like I used to, but I've been training in Kyokushin solidly for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've got, you know, I've got the little niggles and stuff, but I haven't touched wood, got any injuries. I haven't picked up any injuries because I've trained periodically all, you know, all the way through it. I'm there. I've trained. Um, and I'm strong. I'm fit. I train. I can punch. I can kick. I still love getting involved. I love feeling it. I love being hit. In fact, some of the, some of the, Nowadays, some of the good sessions I come out of are sessions where I've been battered, and I'm like, you know, I haven't had a bat- I haven't had a battering for a while. Mm. I can feel that. I feel oh ribs. I can feel my leg is dead. I can feel them. You still you, and that's not a bad. That's a good thing. I love that. <laughs> that's what it was about. But yet, I, I some people train now. They've trained for a decade. They've had no physicality with anyone. They do a little bit of sparring with a punchy punchy kicky kicky tappy tappy. And I'm like, it's what is it you're doing then? What, what, what? I used to go uh, when I go on camps and stuff, and everyone is doing 10 of, of things. And I'm like, why are you doing 10? That's this thing that we've done in the West. We do 10. So we can do all the punches. We'll do 10 of each. That we should be doing 100 of each, basically. <laughs> and it doesn't take that much longer. If you want to do, a, if you want, like a nice good solid warm-up pick 10 punches 10 strikes I, my solid warm-up that we do bless you thank you my solid one we do moroteski chudan jordan geidan oiski chudan jordan geidan agouchi shitaski kageski ageski the uppercut under the chin that not a lot of people do in kyokushin agoski is a jab to the jaw ageski is a rising uppercut under the chin not a lot of people do that, but that is the technique there. That's 10 punches. We do 100 of each. That's 1,000 punches. It takes like 10 minutes. Yeah. It doesn't take a long time to do it. Mm-hmm. That's a good, solid warm-up. And you don't get the muscle memory by just throwing 10. You've yeah, got to throw no. hundreds. Thousands. Hundreds and thousands all the yeah. time together. You know, that way, the, when you're tired, you're knackered, you drop and you fall and bang, a shot, bang, a shot comes in. Yeah. Um, um, Eddie Bravo talks about that in relation, same thing, uh, and how to train jiu-jitsu. But it's applicable to any martial art. Um, he always likens it, or not always, but he likens it to tying your shoe. He's like, when you tie your shoe, you don't think about it. You don't. But when you were a kid, somebody had to teach you to rabbit goes over whatever whatever way you did it. And, but now you don't think about it. He goes, your martial arts should be the exact same way. You're in a situation. I love, I absolutely love the saying. Uh, hang on a minute now. Let me make sure <laughs> I get it right. Yeah. <laughs> don't, really- pra- don't, don't practice. Don't practice. 
don't, don't, think, don't fear always the catch a rabbit. But <laughs> no, I know the one you're thinking about. That's not that one. One of my favorite is don't practice it until you get it right. Practice it until you can't get it wrong. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I love that sin. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea. Same idea. I love that thing of repetition, repetition. And 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 you you see the truth behind it. Because you know when I'm demonstrating something and I try to do it wrong to demonstrate that don't do it this way, and and you keep and it's like, oh no, don't no, don't do it. No, it still works. No, don't don't do it. And your body won't let you do it. It's like, whoa, what are you doing? That's not right. We don't do that. It's got to be like this. So it's, you can, you can train yourself to the point where you, you can't get it wrong. Yeah. It becomes a part of you. As in, you know, do you ever wake up one morning and go, fuck, I've forgotten how to walk. <laughs> fucking legs are going all over the shop. <laughs> Your legs are going over there. I've forgotten how to walk. It just becomes so natural to us. Yeah, balance is a is a is a great uh, metaphor of it because we're taught as a child child to walk to balance how to to balance, but you don't think about it after that. <laughs> I don't think about it now, and, and it's it, it's it has become the same with punching. I don't think about punching; mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just there. In fact, punching becomes the still now when <laughs> so it happened the other day. I was working on the van. I was one side of my van. And I, I was walking the other side and a guy was walking around from the other side of my van and he was carrying tools. He had a drill in his hand like this. And he come, and we literally went face to face. And I stuck my arms up, grabbed his front two arms and had this arm popped up to punch him in a split second. I screamed, he screamed. And I was like, oh, sorry, but fucking hell, scared the shit out of me then. And he was like, you scared the fucking shit out of me. And we were like, oh, you know, sorry, and then walked on. But it's just a part of me. It's there. My go, my I would love to see CP for that. My, my autonomic go-to response is that all the time. Whenever I'm startled, there, my arms come up there. Not the, oh, jump in there, but there, straight into punching range. But that's because you've done it. Because I've because I've trained myself to do it. Tony Bauer, the uh, close protection specialist, he talks about um, like the average person, how he works with people. um, Because people he worked with, they're not there to learn martial arts. They're literally there to like either you know for security or whatever. So the first thing he gets is he gets them to flinch. So what is your what's the a person's natural? What's your flinch response? What's your flinch response? And then he takes that from the flinch response and builds and you work from that. there. Yeah. So if your flinch response is this, he's going to start with a frame or something. Scorpion or, frame. Scorpion frame. <laughs> so I think that's very clever. Very, very clever to your point, because for your whole, especially if you're an older person, you're trying to learn something, take could take a lot longer, but if you take that yeah, natural yeah, response and build from it. Yeah, you've got to. Could you put an, so someone uh, posted the other day as a karate guy, actually, well-respected karate guy. Uh, I forget his name, but he was just posting about how there seems to be a trend today of people discovering new things and teaching new things. And it's like, there's nothing new. No. It's been around before. And it's like, uh, oh, this guy wrote about this in his book a hundred years ago, before you were born. Yeah. And I said, to, I commented on and said, 
it's basically all the same wheel, just with different tires. Exactly. So it's all the same movements. Yeah. No, I don't think anything is particularly original today. No, I don't think so either. Uh, you, How long have we been fighting? For thousands of years, men have been fighting against other men. You know, and there's certain rules. My elbow bends this way. It doesn't bend that way. It bends this way. That is a given. Pretty much anyone. Mm. If it goes that way, it will snap the joint. That's a given. My knee only bends one way. These are given things. So there's only so many movements the body can do. Yep. So there's only so many ways you can manipulate that. Yep. And I know there people could argue like, oh, well, I see these new moves created in jujitsu and blah, blah, blah. No, you don't. You see variations of other ones. That's all. <laughs> it's to your point. It's still the same leverage, still the same locks, still, still the same whatever. Same thing, same it's just applied in a different kind instead of. Instead of going like this, someone's coming like that. It's there's, like nothing, this. there's nothing. It's the yeah. same. Yeah, you're just using your the body. So yeah, that that happens. Um, back to we we'll, we'll 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 get back on this, folks. I know we're rambling a bit now, and it's Scott's fault. This is what happens all the time when we haven't spoken for weeks. We're just a rambling mess at each other. Well, we knew there was no topic list this time around. <laughs> well, we 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 did well. We intimated earlier. We intimated yeah. about how uh, Glaube Fitosa, Shian, yeah. Shian, now Shian Glaube Fitosa, and Shian Filio Francisco, how they were at a Senshi seminar. So it was like, ooh, no one have seen those do anything for a while mm-hmm. outside of IKO. Um, and as it transpired, and as we knew, I posted about it in the Ronin group. We knew it was coming. Um, lo and behold, and on the IKO website, they've been expelled. But they had already left. So Glaube Fitosa, Filio Francisco have left IKO. And I, I, yes, good and bad. I think this is a good thing for the, for the Kyokushin community as a whole, because these two people top, top fighters. It's almost like a hidden secret in Brazil. The Brazilian camp of fighters, they stayed in Brazil, they stayed doing their thing, they only kept it within their own group. You know, they basically made the question mark kick, the Brazilian kick, the Brazilian kick. It was, it came from Brazilian fighters. Um, and it was all kept there, and they didn't travel around, they didn't go to camps, they weren't opened out. But I think now, you know, how fantastic is it going to be to have Filio Francisco come to a camp and do a seminar? Glaube Fitosa to come and show awesome. you how to do the Brazilian kick off his front leg. I, I think it's amazing. And on that note, I've actually uh, been in contact with Filio. And uh, so trying to see if he'll come on. Um, and I think what do you, you say? Uh, I, well, I've we, spoken to Glaube. Yeah, we, we went just back and forth. First of all, I just wanted to verify if it was actually him that I was chat- chatting with. And, uh, and it was. And uh, so we've left off now as him. I, I, I asked him if he would like to uh, come yeah, on. Yeah, I, I said same thing with Glaube. I spoke to Glaube yesterday, actually. Um, and they, they are very much looking forward to traveling around doing seminars yeah. and traveling the world now and, and opening out to all the other groups. But they're not, they're not ready to come on and talk about it yet. Which makes sense, and I get that. Uh, exactly. I, I think it's an awesome thing that's happened because uh, it goes back to the beginning of the show when we are talking about it because I think these organizations are hilarious. That's <laughs> the way they take themselves so seriously. And uh, so I think it's, it shines uh, a beautiful light on how ridiculous it is. So these guys went in, uh, into a seminar and a competition thing uh, as guest, honorary, like 
these are legends, absolute legends. Yeah. And the organization kicks, them. if anything, IKEA should have been praising it. They should have been like advertising it everywhere. It would have been good well, for them. You know, Fidel Francisco, Idiots. the first Western ever to win the world tournament. <laughs> Idiots. Like how huge, stupid. huge name. And the 100 man Kumite. So dumb. I'm telling you right now, I think this might be the one that the IKO shot themselves in the foot with because now they've lost everyone. Who's left? Well, they've still got Kurbanov. Barely. I'm also, I'm Barely. Also speaking, I've also spoken to uh, Kurbanov as well. Barely. Um, Barely. Like, there's no... What about world champs? Who, who, what Ali world Ant, champs are left? They haven't got any world champs. None. Either, really. None. Uh, I'm telling because you. Because if they, you... And this is what happens. So if you win the world championship, then you go on the seminar circuit. Yeah, you go on a world tour. Absolutely. Camps, seminars, books, sign-ins, photos. Videos. They, they have not been doing everything. Uh, oh no, Tarell's left. Nicholas she- Shevenki or whatever his name is. Uh, is he though? I thought. Are you sure he's about gone? That? He's left. He's gone. He left oh, yeah, a couple of right. years ago. Oh, that's he right. Left he's in with Shin- his with his, in, his instructor, uh, yeah, Shian right. Karen or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. so all big names. Um, it, so there's nobody left. In. Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no one left there. That it's 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 kind of sad because it it the only thing that makes me sad about it is it's it's so size legacy. And it's a real shame. Well, um, I think so size. We say this so size legacy. No, I mean his organization. He started it and stuff. And now it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Come on, IKO. It's a joke. I'm sorry, guys. You're a joke. <laughs> your your organization. Joke? What? The jo- organization, joke? not the people. Not yeah, the but people. no, no, but yeah, but we, this is what we. This is what we said at the beginning of the show. For Matsui, this is a blood feud. This goes back. But he's shooting himself in the foot. Like, it's so well, stupid. Well, the Japanese are very sensitive people. Very sensitive. Anyway. Blood feuds go on for hundreds of years. Anyway, what's happening with Ronin International? Uh, we'll, go on, <laughs> we'll go on to Ronin International in, in a minute. We'll frame it that. But so uh, we mentioned stuff. Do you know? Do you know what happened 100 years ago this year? Sorry, in martial arts or give me context. In martial arts, in karate specifically. A hundred years ago. A hundred, give or take one or two years, but because the dates are not exact. About a hundred years ago this year, something happened. 1923-ish? No, 1922-ish. 22-ish. Funokoshi? What about him? Going to the mainland? Was that when he went? I don't know, man. Motubu? Motubu fought the boxer ah, in a ring. Gotcha. Oh, so, yes. And they made it look like Funokoshi in the news. So, <laughs> so I posted it in the Ronin Life group. A hundred years ago this year. This is a hundred years ago. And folks, they didn't um, have photos, so they used to do drawings. They did a drawing. <laughs> so did a drawing Mo- <laughs> we've talking about, uh, we've spoken about Motubu, Motubu Ryu. Motubu was a... Uh, Savage. He was he was the guy. Like everyone was afraid to fight him. He was only concerned about can you fight or not? Is your fighting going to work or not? Yeah. If you can't fight, you know it's wasted. Yeah. Um, and he didn't like Funakoshi so much. He his attitude towards Funakoshi was he's a dancing fairy. That's and what he does because he can't fight. And Motobu was thought of as. Um bit of a, a savage brawler. himself brawler but yeah. ironically he came from the extremely well, well this is the family. thing 
Well, yeah, but this is the thing with Motubo, right? So Funakoshi. Well, well we need. We're going to do a show. Yeah, we, this, I know. We keep right? saying that we're going to do a show, but it's it such is, a deep dive. The, the thing with Funuk, the thing with Funakoshi and Motubo, right? So Motubo was this brawler. He was a brawler, right? Uh, but Funakoshi was an educated guy, um, and he worked the the spin in karate, right? He took it to the mainland. He spoke to the right people. He shook the right hands. He ticked the right boxes, right? Whereas Motubo, because Motubo, uh, Motubo didn't come from nobility. Motubo came from royalty. Yeah. He was part of the Okinawan Ryuku, uh, the Ryuku Kingdom royal family. He was like two or three stations above Funakoshi, as in he came from a royal Plus. line. He was actually royalty. Yeah, there was a so class he system. had a, he had quite um, an arrogance about him because of it. You know, he yeah. was royalty, so he was like oh, a bit like me today. Well, why are you not fucking training with me instead of training with that dancing fairy? <laughs> what well, you know he can't even fight yeah he's never even knocked a man out so what mm. are you doing wasting your time when i'm you <laughs> that was his attitude right and Matubo, some of Matubo's students used to say that after after a year or two of training they didn't do anything else there was nothing else to do because Matubo was basically you learn these few katas you don't need to do anything else once you've learned these two, like Nahanshi was Nahanshi. one of his top ones. Once you've learned this, there's no point in learning anything else. You learn this, you just keep on doing this, and then we keep fighting. And we keep getting strong. And that was basically his training. That's so great. they'd say after like a year Smart. or two, you, he basically taught you all the techniques, and it was just basically about fighting every day. Again, because it goes back to that thing you were talking about. He solidified it down to a few base moves that he practiced. they practiced thousands yeah. of times and yeah. and, and this is what happened with karate is how, and now you have like some, now yeah, you have styles uh, with 20 something kata that you practice like, once in a while yeah it's like well, i'll show you I'll, <laughs> I'll train you for two years now in those two years you've pretty much got everything down and then we just keep going over the basics keep banging on with it and you become better and better and stronger and stronger people don't want to do that they you've got to invent and that's what happened with karate they invented things to keep people busy so anyway back so that's a little bit about motubo right um, as we've spoken about, karate originated in Okinawa. Karate had grappling and everything involved in it. When it went to mainland not only Japan... In, not only involved in it, it, it condensed probably about 80%, 85% of the karate was... It's mostly based on Tegumi. Yeah, it's grappling. As we've, talk, we've talked yeah, about this before, like, there is loads of stand-up grappling in karate. Yeah. But when it went to Japan, they already had they, view, they seen boxing and they were like, Oh, we like this box. They didn't have anything like that. They're like, and we like this boxing no stuff. No kicking, no punching. They're like, we like this boxing. We like that element of karate. We want that in. Um, and I, I forget the exact details about it, but we will do a, uh, a show on this. There was a boxer doing a boxing tour or whatever, challenging people um, to a box, to a fight in a an ring. American. Yeah, yeah an American absolutely. boxer. Uh, so this, this was in like 1922. Yeah, so, you know, it. we're talking back a long time ago. It's, I posted the story about it, the full story I posted in the Ronin Life group a couple of days ago, the, the full Japanese story of it. So Motubu took the challenge and said, Funakoshi didn't mind. No other karate guy did. Motubu took the challenge and said, I'll fight him. Mm-hmm. Um, I beat him mercilessly, made, made it, you know, threw him about and made it look, you know, oh made my the God. boxer look... Do you know how old he was when he fought the boxer? Ooh, 50. 
52. 52, same age as me. Yeah. Whoa. Matubo was a badass. A badass. So he fought this boxer, showed him up, beat him. And then, so they did a story on this, right? Oh, the Jap- you know, ja- yeah. Japanese guy beats the boxer. Japanese karate is beating this and that. And like we said, they drew the picture. They drew a picture of Funakoshi, the little Japanese guy with the little beard, little mustache at the uh, mole on his cheek or whatever he had. They drew Funakoshi in the picture and, and said Funakoshi, but they were speaking about Motubu. And that absolutely fucking enraged Motubu because everyone is now talking about Funakoshi and how Funakoshi beat this boxer. Yeah, I'm re- as you're doing that, I'm just reading down, uh, going through some notes that people have there. Uh, so Motu even gave an interview at, uh, more than 10 years after the event. Uh, in a too, magazine. too late by then? Yeah, King Nu magazine. It, it was published in an article. Um, yeah, so they, he said he fought the boxer in 1922. No, hold on. It doesn't matter. It happened in nine. It don't matter anyway. About yeah. hundred years ago. Oh, yeah, I said an interview that happened in twenty three. Whatever. Who cares? It's too late by then. The yeah. um, everyone's thought that it was Funakoshi, and the picture of Funakoshi has gone out. Yeah. Um. So this. So this has led why Motubu went to Funakoshi's dojo and challenged him to a fight and basically beat him up. Yep. Um. I think it was something simple as well. Of he basically grabbed him, and threw him across the room. That's what the then, story was. Yeah. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm just trying to find the photo because I want to show people what we're talking. Yeah, I got it. I got it. All right. It's in the it's in the Ronin Life. It's there. Oh, the what the, the full, actual the full article and the picture. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. I found the. Uh... Hold on here. <laughs> yeah, put put that picture up that was in the article, or the, the actual picture was in the publication in the in the Japanese publication. Oh. Well. <clears throat> Are you doing it on this show? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm getting. A, I want to get a good version. Some of them are because it's old. Well, the what I've just told you. Go to Ronin Life. I was already. Doesn't matter. My God, he's just trying to promote his thing, kids. I'm not RoninLife.com. Right, I'm not. Share. <laughs> Any moment, folks. No, nope, that's see? a crap picture of it. That's a terrible picture. What do you mean? Go to Ronin Life and no, share but this the was picture in, that's in there. This was in the. This is the one that was in. This one was in the newspaper. The one I showed was the one that was in the newspaper afterwards. Just go to Ronin Life and look at the I thing am, on the, the picture there. See, this is my thing. People don't listen. If I had my magic power now, you'd be ended. I would have turned you inside out just with the thought. I'm going down through Ronin Life. I, when did you post this? Four days ago. A couple oh, of days ago, yeah. It was four days ago. Just opening it before I turn on the the old share. Okay. Yeah, this isn't just another. <laughs> but that's a better picture still of 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 the face. <laughs> it's pretty funny. God, this must have pissed them off so bad. Oh, enraged them. So that that was the actual picture from the publication. So they that is Funakoshi. That's Gichin Funakoshi, right? Wow. I, 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 I'm unmistakably like him. Can you 
pull up a picture of Motubu. Is there one in this article? I don't think so, but just pull up a picture of Chucky Mobutu so you can see how he looks. He looks absolutely nothing like him. So the, this is Motubu, shorter, thicker, wider, yeah. a completely different looking guy, right? And he, like, he was in his 50s when he had this fight. Um, so that just enraged him. So he went, like I said, he went to his dojo then and, and basically beat him up, proved that he was worth nothing. And that's why Funakoshi hated Motubu after that and would always talk down about his karate and talk down about him. Uh, and Motubu hated him, but because of Motubu's background and basically he thought that everyone should come to him anyway, everyone should be training with him, he didn't you know, publicize his karate. He didn't do as much marketing as Funakoshi did. He didn't go around and do the demos, didn't shake the hands, didn't do all the things, um, which is why his karate would never became as mainstream as like Shotokan. It's much more effective than Shotokan is, but it never became like the mainstream style because, well, maybe because of his arrogance, because he, he refused to go around doing the, the the circuit, so as to say. So he eventually got quite despondent and ended up going back to Okinawa. But there is Motubo Ryu. That is, still exists today, the school of Motubo. I'm trying to find that. Yeah, I found This was after, sorry, this was after, this is a few years after, but you can still see, here's a picture of Motubu with Funakoshi. That's very interesting. I don't know why I find his photos so interesting. But he does not look like a happy camper. <laughs> so we have Funakoshi here. We have Motobu. And this is uh, the founder of Shifuru here. That's Ken Wamabuni. That's correct. And, and then these other uh, martial artists. And it's, but these three here, I mean, who's in the, who's in the center, first of all? I'd say out of, out of those guys... Matubu looks the senior as well. I think he must be the oldest there. Is left he? to right, or left to right. Toyoma Konkin. I can't pronounce this. Osuka Hinori Hironori. Shimoda, Shimoda Takeshi. Takeshi Let me read the Japanese because your Gichin Furukoshi is terrible. Choki Motobu uh, Kenwa Mabuni. Who's this? Genwa. Nakasone Genwa. Yeah. And Taira Shinken. Yeah. Oh, that was 1930s. Yeah, that's wild, man. But yeah, you you look at um, Motubu there in the middle. He certainly looks the oldest and maybe the, the more senior there. He, de he does. I think he looks like the most senior. Well, certainly in society, he's the most senior as well because he's actually part of the royal family of Okinawa. Mm. So, yeah. And, and that is a good example of the media. Even... We Back were then. talking even a, even a hundred yeah. years ago. The media misconstrued it and changed it, and it changed the course of two people's lives. It's pretty wild because you, it, it literally the same thing happens today it, in a different way. Now it's just obviously it's uh, it's far more advanced now. Um, but yeah, um, it just shows you media lies. <laughs> Don't believe what you see, folks. <laughs> People's lives have been absolutely ruined and changed. Well, his, yeah, the the Choki Motobu one, 
specifically, I'm the same with you because um, he never got the respect that he deserved and his karate did. And, and uh, it's such a shame. And it was all around politics and just because they didn't like him because they thought he was a bull in a China shop and, you yeah. know, and Rudy. And, and I imagine, and of course, I would imagine. Karate has to be very. But I would imagine, and again, we go, we we can go back to the politics at the time, you know, like we said, when karate was coming over to Japan and karate was originally called China Hand and the Japanese were like, oh, we don't want anything to do with China. That's right. Change the name. Because I'm pretty sure the Ryukyu Islands come into China for a while, didn't they? And then yeah, they yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Japan true. took them. So we're like, whoa, we'll have none of this China, China talking stuff. Yeah, that's literally, yeah, even on my... Kempo certificate. This is the original way. Oh, you probably can't see it there, but this is the original way used karate used to be written in China. Mm -hmm. no. Or sorry, in Okinawa. And uh, yeah, they change it to which was that China hand. hand. So I imagine because Motubu was part of the Okinawan Ryukyu royal family, which I I would I mean I'm no historian on this, and I haven't looked into it enough. But I imagine they are a royal family that's separate to the Emperor of Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was probably the, uh, Japanese so when, government and the emperor. I'm sure they must have been like, he's fucking, he's Okinawan. So what I remember reading, and this is going from memory, long years ago. Um, so I could be completely wrong. So anyone educate me in the comments. But I, um, I remember when Japan came and took over, which still happens again to this day. They left the royalty kind of in place even though they usurped yeah. them and they took over yeah. control and they didn't really respect them, but they kind of did. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I can imagine that the, the feeling in mainland Japan was listen, peasants. Yeah. You, you may belong to something in Okinawa. We don't recognize you. You ain't shit. You. Yeah. You're just exactly. another Joe schmuck. So I, I, and I imagine him being a bit butthurt over that. Cause it's like, hang on, I am descended from royalty. My forefathers, yeah, and yeah. like you know, my forefathers were the kings, and now they're like nobody. You know when you're, yeah, it'd be no different than I could belong to the most whatever family here in Canada and go over to UK. People are like, huh, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> didn't we all knew at some point? Yeah, exactly. Pretty sure we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there could be an element of that there as well as to I why so. Motubu wasn't as successful as maybe he should have been. Or certainly as well known. But there it's certainly was a calculated effort though to keep him down. There's no question of that. By yeah. like from everything I've read from yeah, folks yeah. like Funakoshi. And, and I certainly think um the dancing fairy, Funakoshi, uh, ticked a lot of boxes for Japan, mainland Japan. Oh he my was a yes God, guy. Yeah. He ticked all the boxes. He was a yes he guy, was... he gave them what they wanted in terms of the punchy punchy kicky kicky. Uh, you know, he was a yeah. school teacher. He was well-spoken. Yeah. Yeah. He checked and, all the boxes. And as a result, he, I mean, that not, not taking any way, anything away from him. He was still mm -hmm. a very talented karateka and still developed karate massively and basically gave us the modern day karate that we have today. Yeah. There'd be no sport you know? karate today. If there wasn't, there would be no sport karate. There would be no Kyokushin. As Kyokushin was influenced by Shotokan as well. Yeah. That's one of the main founding kind of styles, those forefather styles we look upon. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's interesting how, you know, we go on 100 years, and 100 years is a, like now, a month is a long time now. 
But how how much changes in a month you think how much has changed over a hundred years? Yeah, it's wild. And everyone loves a legend. Everyone loves a legend. So things get misconstrued. They get inflated a little bit. And, oh, yeah, he did this and he did that. And it's like, ah, that didn't actually. An art, like actual evidence of the time. No, here's an article here. Look, this says, it says his name. Ah, oh, no, that's, that's, that doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. <laughs> People believe what they want to believe, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. No matter what's put before them. <laughs> It is. And so on this theme of 100 years, I found this quite uh, poetic. So 100 years ago this year, we had the Motubo boxing fight. Mm -hmm. 100 years next year, what happened? Uh, Sorry, 100 years from? So next year, 2023. So 1923, you mean? Yeah. What happened then? In martial arts? Stop Googling it. Yeah. I, no, I want to Google. Uh, no, stop Googling it. Think in your head. In 1923 in the martial arts world. Specifically to us. What the fuck? Specifically? Are you on crack? I don't know. I must be. I'm not even drunk. I'm not. Why is, why, is the, <laughs> why is the date 1923 particularly specific? To in martial Kyokushin? arts? The Kyokushin. Oh. For Kyokushin or for... Are you serious? Stop Googling it. I got to look it up. Are you serious? 1923. What happened in 1923? But if you're going on about the... Are you going on about the founding of Kyokushin or... No. Oyama was born in 1923. Okay. Okay. Jesus Christ. So 100 years... I can't even remember my own birthday. (laughs) So next year... It will be a hundred year anniversary to the day Oyama was born. And Oyama changed the face of karate again forever. Sorry, folks. That must be so painful to listen to. I was like, listen, if I had, if I had the power, the wand, I would have fucking reached through into this camera and slapped you around the face. I'm like going through events. I'm I'm not even thinking. (laughs) You're you're like, like, oh my God, when was... When was emancipation? Who, yeah. was, it? Oh, like, who was the president? What was going mean on? <laughs> when it was formulated as an organization? I don't know. <laughs> well, no, he was born 1923, wasn't he? Yeah. The first Oyama Dojo was 1953-ish, but Kyokushin itself was a 63 in the early 60s that it became Kyokushin itself. Yeah, there's a little discrepancy around when it was officially named and when, like, he, you know what I mean? There was an actual dojo, Kyokushin dojo versus. Yeah, because it was Oyama Karate. It yeah. was Oyama, Oyama Karate. karate and, yeah. and, like, that goes back to, like, 1953 is when there was Oyama Karate 50, when he was teaching. I think he officially called it Oyama Karate in 56, I think it was. Right, right. Yeah. And I know it became Kyokushin as we know it. In the into the sixties, correct. Early when there 60s. was an actual organization, and yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was. What's yeah. the word I'm looking for? It was official, whatever. Offi- officialized. Yeah, is that a word? Or did you just make up? Uh, uh, Terry's uh, making uh, up words today. <laughs> Officialicated. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So it's, next year is a hundred years ago. The Yamas was born. I would love. And I'm going to do a nice little documentary on it. Um, but I would love to go out to Japan and do a documentary on it. 
I just don't, you know, because it's, it's got to be. I wonder if anybody July. Has, is there anything in Japan? We should ask one of our Japanese friends. It's grave. No, 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 no. I mean, has Japan? there been a uh, has Japan done a, a documentary or anything around him? Um, I know Korea I did. I saw one. Yeah, the there's lo- loads of stuff on it. But I would like to go out and do a documentary on it. But if, it's it's not going to happen. I tell you right now, it's not going to happen unless I win the lottery. Yeah, unless I all of a sudden come into a few million pounds. Because next year I'm getting married. We've got the seminars. We've got loads of stuff going on. There's no trip to Japan next year. Yeah. Certainly not by July. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I will be doing something uh, talking about it. Because that's a, a fascinating thing, isn't it? 100 years ago this year was the boxing. 100 years ago next year, a man was born that would change karate again forever. Fascinating stuff. Now over an hour, yeah, we'll wrap this up now. We'll uh, Ronin way. I want to know what's happening, Ronin way, because I've been seeing some stuff. It is uh, actually, I'm, and I'm and this is not a plug, actually. It's, well, it is a plug, but it's uh, no, but it's it's, a, it's something that's like, going it's pretty on. Pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. It's, it, it's a lot, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of work. What I wanted to do basically, because remember before I was intimating them when I start an organization, but uh, I, yeah. I. For want of a better phrase, I can't be bothered to. I, I don't want an organization of stuff. Um, what, because what my because organizations become very organizational. It becomes all POS and, and you were them. Politics has to come into it then. So it's not the way that I wanted to go. So I came up then with the Ronin way, which was basically a community. All organizations, all styles, basically, anyone that does martial arts, the Ronin Way is going to be like a mentoring community uh, project that I'm doing. It's a subscription service, paid monthly. You get access to all the hidden videos on Backstreet Karate page. My training videos now are all going to go on to there. So there will be some Backstreet Karate videos. They will be generalizations. All the the tutoring stuff, the in-depth stuff will be within the Ronin way and you get access to it in the website. There'll be blogs, there's books, there's talks. Um, It's just going to be a big hub of information for like-minded people. We also have a, there'll be a Ronin way community set up. Male misogynists is what he means. Male massagists (laughs) that can kick ass. Yeah. (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of toxic masculinity <laughs> they were but no it, it, it's not only it's not for I'm men joking, it's for everyone yes. but what i want is i want a community where people can discuss ideas and not be shouted down i want a community so within the ronin way we have our own servers that is a community that you can join you speak there's different chats going on there's messages so there's one server that you sign up we send out a message every day motivational messages training messages videos newsletter goes out every month on stuff that's going on so you're you're basically becoming part of a community and a training community i got a feeling it's gonna i hope i hope so i think it's really i think it's needed because I'll tell you why. Um, because again, because these stupid organizations, um, every uh, there's and first there's so many of them out there now, and the they're all uh, useless. They don't do anything uh, other than you know promote 
their own organizations do, I, and tournaments and I stuff. Do, I love, I, I want a community. It, yeah. The, yeah the, I see community it. has been so whatever. I think this is something that could bring people together. I and do. Like, I, I see it. Like, so if I, if you go out to a camp, if I go and do a seminar, it's normally for a dojo that is part of a organization. A organization. Right? Yeah. Um, and we will get different people. We'll get cross organizations coming in, but there's also, there's, there's very much an element there of, Oh, that's not our organization. We're not supporting it. Yeah. No, even dojos that are only a few miles away, even dojos within the same organization. It's just that very much of we're not supporting you. We don't, we don't, we don't want to travel to you and support you. Yeah. Um, that is very much there. So I wanted to create something that transcends all of that. And it's basically like, uh, because I am not in any organization, by learning something from me, you're not betraying your organization that you're in mm-hmm. and completely a free agent putting stuff out there for people to learn so this community um is where anyone you can be in it anonymously I, I, anyone can, i you, i personally you can love join it like, i'm i'm never going to belong to another kyokushin organization and uh, so i love the idea of having a community of like-minded people and this is what i wanted i wanted a, and it's not just kyokushin it's all martial arts oh yeah yeah, yeah be, of course there, yeah, yeah. there'll be parts in there on bjj there'll be we will be doing seminars just for members only there's got to be stuff that's just for that community otherwise what is the point of being in it yeah exactly yeah. so no, i'm in, in the process of building the website if you're if you're tech i'm sure people will understand that it's very very hard doing this i mean i want to change <laughs> i want to change the fucking color of a font that's fucking four hours of coding <laughs> it, it, it's like now i'm getting into i started doing it myself doing rudimentally chucking bits here and i'm like i want that picture to go from there to there why is it not moving it's lit it's like i gotta go into this into that change this code change that y to a k put type 57 lines of code now it's moved and i'm like so you need a whizzy wig so i've spent a while putting just trying to populate it for for people getting some information down on they getting the videos in there so when this site goes now i've got a professional it in the next few in the next the site is going to go live next week but it will just be a welcome page and telling you what's going on. The site will actually be populated and fully functioning in a couple of weeks, okay? Probably towards mid-end of January, it'll be up and running and live. In the site will be the Ronin Life shop to buy all the merch. You can now go online, look at the pictures, the sizing, ordering it. It's all automated. It comes through, bang, you get your stuff sent out to you. It will also have... um, blogs videos information private interviews that we will do that will only be in the ronin way so the only way you're seeing it is by joining the ronin way oyama once said um we're looking at none of that's live yet now mind i know i'm sneaking a peek for people look how cool this is click can you click not the top there click the desktop yeah and then just scroll down through it. So this is what I have managed to put together myself. It's taken me like three weeks. This is all as off you can center. See, <laughs> as you can see, it's all off center. It's, 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 it's just crazy stuff. This is oh, awesome. Top, man. very important people there. This so great. this is where we this is where we're going with it. That's what I've got it to at the moment. Woo. We're gonna 
start populating <laughs> things. Get out of that now. That's fun. That's not for people to see. That's private stuff. No, you haven't paid, so you can't see it. Yeah. But that's basically going to be on the website. There are members-only areas. You go into the members-only area, and you have access to a to a a backlog of things. Fantastic. There will be books uploaded, videos uploaded, Tameshwari. Um, Source I once said as well, um, the martial artist should, I, I will paraphrase it, I can't remember it, that the martial artist should not be naive to money. You need money for the world to go around, but should not be a slave to it. Mm-hmm. So Ayama said that. And as we know, money is very important. So I've worked out the way and, and I've factored into this whole uh, thing um, an affiliate marketing type scheme where people can get paid for being in it. So if you're in the Ronin way and you want to join the affiliate program in there, you can also get paid by being within the Ronin way. And you can also become a distributor then for Ronin Life merch. So you can sell that on and earn money. It's just a little a bit that I wanted to add to give some value to people to think, oh, well, actually, yeah, if you're in it and you want to do that, you've got some time, you can push it and do it. What you got there? What you got there? Oh, look at that. And the, the, the Ronin Life merch, that, that's come on leaps and bounds. Now we've got everything is set up. We've got, our own, we've got our own label. We're ready to go. Basically, anything you want from Ronin Life, guys, you just drop me a message and we get it sent out. Make sure just you about... be very particular about your size, people. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I sent Scott an adult size where my bad. Extra large. <laughs> it's not extra large. It's just large. <laughs> it's huge. That's not that big. That's what I wear, large. Uh, but yeah, that's where we're going with that. The um, Ronin life and honestly, I think Ronin... I think yeah. Go, go on. on. I, I, I think I just, it's, no. I think it's I think it's awesome. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not bl- blowing sunshine up your butt either. I think it's 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 great. I don't know anybody who's more passionate about Kyokushin and the history of it than you. Um, and you're obviously, and you're also a controversial <laughs> subject matter around it, expert around it. And so I think it's great. Uh, and I think it's going to be, like I said, it's long overdue. There's no, I think the closest that I've ever seen to something like that was, what was that, um, forum group back in the day? This is before Facebook and stuff. Um, well, MySpace. No, 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 no. The Kyokushin group. Oh, what were they it was called? A forum was that? Yeah, yeah, it was a forum. Um, oh, um, for life, uh, Kyokushin for life. Oh, Kyokushin for life. Yeah, yeah, that was that was like a a chat room. Yeah, yeah. But no, but I'm saying it's been a long time. That was the closest. I love that group. Like it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, this is like ten steps beyond that. But that well, it's, it's, that community it's, and like there, there's a lot of stuff that goes involved in it. I mean, because. To create this, you know, we've got the website that we've created that you will have access to everything within the website. Alongside that, I'm also building a Discord community, a server, where you all join. Only only Ronin Life members can join, uh, Ronin Way members. Once you're in there, you're in this open community of everybody talking. Mm. We've got half a dozen subjects, half a dozen conversations like tournament karate, real fight karate, grappling, jiu-jitsu, samurai, all these different threads and conversations going on where people can comment on, they can can talk amongst themselves. As far as I'm aware with the Discord as well, there's no moderation in. You could say what you want in there. Mm. There's no one saying, 
uh, you can't say his karate is crap <laughs> because he doesn't punch each other. There'll be none of that in there. It's basically open for, don't get me wrong, if you are being abusive and you're being a dick, you'll be warned. And if you don't listen, you'll be thrown out. That's as simple as that. We also have a Telegram channel as well that people subscribe to. Daily motivational messages, information messages, when new video drops, when new blogs drop, it'll all be notified in there. So I'm, I'm, there's a lot of building going on in this. It's not like, uh, yeah, sign up to me, I'll send you email. I want to give a lot of value. I think it's great. And again, because you're so passionate about it, it's not just... Um not just like a money scheme or something, whatever, you know, people do shit. You actually are. Super yeah. And, and I've looked at, I've looked at what other people like, you know, you can sign up to Ian Abernathy's um, app that he's got. It's like 18 pound a month, 20 pound a month or whatever and stuff. So that type of thing, but I wanted to give a bit more, I wanted to create something bigger. I want a community within it where people can come in and like, if you say, Oh, well, we watched the videos you did and those throws you did in the videos were crap. Are they, why are they crap? Because of this and this. Okay. Fair enough. The next video that's going to be uploaded is going to be someone like Brian Jack's ex Olympic judoka. He's showing you how to do the throw mm -hmm. from a judo point of view. Mm -hmm. That will be there. Okay. Cause the level and the reach we will be out to everyone will be involved in it. Yeah. If members are saying, if members are saying we want this, 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 and they keep saying it, I'll go and get it and bring yeah. it in and yeah. put it in there. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, that's that's what's happening, folks. You will see the Ronin Way stuff being pushed at the moment. A lot of people are messaging me saying the link isn't working. In the next week, it will go live, where there will be a welcome page too. But it's we just got to get it done and get it right. It's it's a lot yeah. more. Far more complicated than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Basically, I thought, yeah, type a bit of this up, click this. I'm still using Coral 95 for my, for, you know, on Windows XP, doing my, trying to do my stuff. It's taken ages. So I've handed it over to the experts. At the moment, we're just populating it and it'll be there for you. That's great. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much our year. That's our year wrapped up. 2023 is going to be a good year yeah i have a i'm, I'm feeling way more optimistic too uh, about 2023 i'm doing i'm, I'm feeling good health-wise oh, and, I, and good. i've i've been training hard ready for our fight <laughs> and i haven't been training at all because i'm not allowed to do anything and uh but uh yeah january i have it in my calendar january 25th i'm allowed to train again i'm walking to i'm shoulder pressing 80 kilos now <laughs> so i'm gonna I'm just gonna throw you through. I'm gonna pick you up and Hulk smash you through the ground into the sewer. <laughs> I'm working, working very hard to it. Shoulder press eighty kilos, bench a hundred, and deadlift two hundred. That's what I'm. That's what I'm working for. Nice. nice. Just gonna grab you. Be on the floor trying to ankle toe pick lock me. I'm gonna <laughs> grab your belt, lift you up like a slam bag, and boom no you down on the floor. Yeah. No oh, there's no rules, bet. No There's slams. No Why can't we do slams? Oh, he's, now he's bringing in. Now he's bringing, no leg locks. No leg locks. No slams. Oh no, leg locks are hundred percent allowed. And slams. <laughs> How heavy are you now? Oh, I'm real light now. Um, How heavy? Seventy pounds. In kilos. Proper proper money. I don't know what that is. I'd have to look it up. Uh, 
actually I'd probably not even that now. I probably this. Let me see. I'm probably 165 now to uh kg 75 kg. 75 kg. Okay. I can literally hold you and shoulder press you up probably. and down. Yeah. I could shoulder press me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you you reckon you could shoulder press 75 kilos? Yeah. I'm not allowed anymore. I can't do shoulder press now because of I, this stuff. I, do, I, I think you're underestimating. I'm ex- I'll tell you one is. thing. I am fucking wicked strong. Uh, it don't, may not look like well, it. You've got, you got, you got the genes of a fucking 25-year-old. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I have, I have really good strength. Uh, it's weird. Um, but, yeah. We'll I, see. Yeah, we'll I see can, I can deadlift well over 315 pounds. Um, What's that in prop? Stop, use proper numbers. That's about 150 kilos. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Uh, benching, not so good. My benching is not so no, good. No, I'm not. I'm not strong in the bench. Um, but I mean, if you're, if you're deadlifting 150 kilos and you only weigh 50 kilos or oh, 70 yeah. kilos, that's good. That's good strength. I definitely can do that. And when I, and I can't, not allowed to squat anymore, but I was, mm-hmm. I was the same thing. I was squatting. Yeah, but take it, take, take it easy. Then there's no point you rushing stuff. Nah, I don't care about that stuff up. anymore. I don't care about that yeah. stuff anymore. I'm going, so now it's all mobility and you know, mm. want to stay fit and I don't want to gain weight up again and stuff. You've been doing like some gymnastics? I Before I was, yeah, but not. Uh... What's the name of, of, what's the name of the, I think he's Italian, the human movement guy that mimics animals with his movement? Ido, Ido Portel. He's a, yes, he's a Israeli. Who, yeah. who trained uh, McGregor. Yeah. Who were part yeah. of his moving and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of, I, I, has he got a, has he got a system yeah, five animal precepts or something like that. He does. I, I don't remember now. It's been years. Uh, this is another one too. I love Cameron. Um, I think his name is Cameron Haynes. Um, very similar. He has a place in New York called the, he calls it the Budokan there. Um, is he quite a young guy? No, he's actually a gray haired dude. About, probably about my age, maybe a little younger. Uh but I want I just wanted to show you his movement. Um, if I can, I think I'm spilling. Yeah, because it's all it's all very well becoming strong, but you've got to keep mobility. You've got to keep movement. Oyama always said, "Yeah, get big, get strong, but don't sacrifice speed for bulk." Exactly. Exactly. I can't find it now. Budokan. I know it was. Uh, anyway, we we were wrapping this up. Anyway, yeah. we're going out now. It's New Year's. It's, it's eight p.m. New Year's Eve. You folks, we're going out on the town. Oh yeah, it's already late there. So, but I, you know what? Maybe I, I'm not. I'm going to put this out tomorrow because by the time I edit and stuff, it's going to be past midnight in yeah. your part of the yeah, world anyway. So it's no yeah, point. just put it out whenever. Something nice for people to listen to. So when you're listening to this, Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year, everyone! 2023. We shall see, and we shall see you next week. Hopefully. Oh, damn, I found it. Well, oh, <laughs> we're, going. we're going. We're going. Next show. Next oh, show. Next show. Doing the cat. I'm doing the cat. Don't do the cut. Let's look. I'm doing the cat. So cool, though. Very cool. Looks like some crazy freestyle floor dancing. (laughs) All right. Happy New Year, folks. Subscribe, share. Happy New Year, everyone. And we will see you soon. Cut.